time for the August 30th, 2013 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine at an undisclosed location in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And little Mahler there, you know, he's still kind of recovering from uh, National Dog Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. National Mahler. Yeah. You, you, you celebrated National Dog Day. It was I, earlier in the week. I did not. August 26th. No, I missed it. They encourage people to uh, adopt doggies from the pound. Oh, nice. On National That's Dog nice, Day. Nice thing. But Mahler thinks it's more of a, you know, you just go out there and you tie one on. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Mahler. And he did. <laughs> He did, did he? Yeah, did National he, Dog Day. Yeah. He was, yeah, he had a couple cases back there. He was working. Did on. He hang, now, does he, does yeah. he hang out with friends, or does he just? Is he? Does he drink alone? Yeah. I, I haven't seen him. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how this works. I don't. I really don't know. No, don't I heard a lot of howling. I couldn't I, identify yeah, all the dogs well, that were there. But now it's it's coming back to haunt Molly. Yeah, he seems sad. He seems, <laughs> yeah. he seems well, a little reflective. It's the tummy. Yeah, it's the it's, tummy. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Meanwhile, the Obama administration appears to be pressing ahead with military strikes on Syria. Oh, boy. Mm. They want to do that, despite new obstacles at home and abroad. And abroad. On Wednesday, an informal meeting of the United Nations Security Council failed to reach an agreement after Russia and China opposed any authorization of force in response to last week's alleged chemical attack in Gotha. Okay. Now, it seemed like they had a chemical attack. Yes. But the way things work in the world, you got to wonder. Yeah. Whose chemicals seemed like a bad time if, if you were the, the folks that didn't want to go to war yeah. to uh, drop a chemical attack. Yeah. If you didn't want the United States to get involved, you yeah. you, you, you uh, chemically attack, chemical weapon attack a group of civilians as the U.N. weapons inspectors are arriving in, in your country. Yeah. It seems not like a really smart thing to do. But President Obama said the U.S., these are his words, has, have, has defin- definitively— Concluded. Yeah. They've concluded yeah. definitively. Yeah. Doesn't mean they found proof. They just mm-hmm. <laughs> they've mm-hmm. concluded definitively that the Assad regime used chemical weapons and backed what he called a tailored, limited response. Okay. He wants to go in there in a uh, three-piece suit. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, uh, yeah. Did he did he end his statement by saying, "I gar I I'll I guarantee you'll look good at the end of the." Yeah. 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 Uh, um, no, I I'm just saying Men's club, right? Next, I don't yeah. know what it is. Some idiot. But uh the the thing is, it's fine that we have definitive proof. That's fantastic. But given the recent track history of the United States, going back to the Iraq war when we had we well, we, we definitely had, you know, what was uh Dick Cheney? Oh yeah, there is no doubt. Yeah, this is this is another take on definitive proof right here, yeah. right, Mike? Yeah, I mean, let, let's just go. Let's yeah. go with this. Because because President Obama, who I trust more than Dick Cheney, said we have de- definitive proof. Here we go. Simply stated, there is no doubt that Saddam Hussein now has weapons of mass destruction. There is no doubt that he is amassing them to use against our friends, against our allies, and against us. So... With that as with the background in front. Well, that's good. Shouldn't and, we and wait for at least the U.N.? You don't trust them. I know, man. Yeah, yeah, well, shouldn't but, we wait till the U.N. inspectors at least leave town and we get some kind well, of Well, maybe report? we will. No, I hope so. But uh, in the meantime, newly disclosed CIA file show the United States provided critical intelligence to help Iraq's Saddam Hussein, 
mm-hmm. launch chemical attacks on Iran. Mm-hmm. So it's not so much the chemical weapons that we're upset about. It's who's being killed with them, I suppose. The U.S. gave Iraq. And remember, this is under our— uh, This was under Reagan. Yeah. Uh, Ronald Reagan. Yeah, under one of the forefathers of this country, right? Yeah, Isn't right. that who Reagan Something is? Like yeah. That, yeah. Some people like the U.S. That. gave Iraq the location to Iranian troops, despite knowing Saddam Hussein would use nerve gas. The disclosures in internal CIA files that top U.S. officials were aware are tantamount to an official American admission of complicity in some of the most gruesome chemical weapons attacks ever launched. And this is according to Foreign Policy magazine. And by the way, there were something like four or 5,000 people who died in yeah. those chemical weapons attacks. Yeah. These are our yeah. chemical weapons. Or yeah. not our chemical weapons, but we gave okay. We, we permitted this attack to occur. Not so much this time. This was the Kurds. Uh, Saddam Hussein gassed the Kurds yeah. because they were uh, rebelling. They wanted an independent state. And the United States, knowing full well what was going to happen, supported Saddam Hussein back in 1983. So somebody, I want somebody to say, well, Reagan hadn't been in office very long. He didn't know what was going on. No, in 1983 in, the, in, the, in his first term as president. Also, cluster bombs are by, banned by uh, 83 nations. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the world got all hoochie-cooed upset when it learned that Syrian dictator Bashar al-Assad forces had killed children with cluster bombs. But that isn't stopping the U.S. military from selling $640 million worth of American-made cluster bombs to Saudi Arabia. Wow. Yeah. Cluster bombs, you know, you know the deal on them. They, they, They spit out dozens, hundreds of micro munitions. Yeah. They're little, little, tiny, they call them... Um, bomblets. Yeah, bomblets, and, and the whole thing is just to to spray humans. Yeah, with they 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 let loose this sort of a razor sharp shrapnel that just cuts through everything in yeah. its path. Yeah. So the irony of you of of our country selling uh, one authoritarian Middle East country, the most yeah. re- oppressive regime on the planet. By the way, I would argue thirteen hundred yeah. cluster bombs while yeah. criticizing the use of indiscriminate. Weapons by another isn't lost on Mike and I. No, it is yeah. not. And by the way, uh, uh, Saudi Arabia is a big supporter of many of the rebel factions in Syria. They're certainly sending armaments in uh, to into Syria to ferment uh, more violence. Ha! Huh. So, there. Meanwhile, since May, Iran has installed hundreds more centrifuges. That mm. could enable it to enrich uranium faster. Mm. This, according to a UN atomic watchdog report, uh, and this is while long stalled talks are due to resume too. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking to them about enriched uranium. The Islamic Republic now has one thousand and eight high tech IR two M centrifuges, up from six hundred ninety eight, mm. and that was in May. So they got a lot more, but they, they might want to just have air conditioning like we have here at the beautiful KUCI Studios, 88.9 FM in Irvine. Uh, before we move away from Iran, I, uh, the Iranian uh, parliament approved a measure that would sue the U.S. government for overthrowing Iran's nationalist government 60 years ago this month. Yeah. Iranian Prime Minister Mohammad Mossadegh was toppled by a coup organized by U.S. and British intelligence. Back Mossadegh, in 53. Back yeah. in 1953. Mossadegh was targeted for nationalizing Iran's oil industry, <gasps> which at the time was run by now known as British Petroleum. BP. Yeah. Um, it was during those next two or three decades that the Shah of Iran uh, ran one of the most repressive regimes in the world. Yeah. 
So further giving impetus to what we see now is an Islamic state, a backlash against the Shah. And that, thanks, uh, thanks it's all that. about oil. Thanks for that. Even though people will tell you it's not. Yeah. Like Dick Cheney. Yeah. Authorities in Russia raided the home of the country's leading gay activist as part of a crackdown on LGBT rights. Uh, Police ransacked the home of Nikolai Alexeyev, Alexeyev mm-hmm. a leading critic of a new law that allows Russian authorities to fine anyone accused of promoting propaganda of non-traditional sexual relations among minors. Wow. I don't know what a minor is. Wow. You know, I mean, I do, but, but yeah. over there I don't know what a minor is. Yeah. The crackdown has sparked protests around the world with some calling for a boycott of the 2014 Winter Olympics that are to be held in uh, Russia. Something tells me there's going to be a lot of same-sex athletes making out in public come the Olympics this time next making year. Making out? I think it would be a lot of making out in public. On, on the medal stand. That would God, be cool. Well, they, like Russian, the they already had two Russian women kiss on the, on a, on a medal stand really? recently. And they said they were just happy that they won. Yeah. But it came right after. I was happy they won, too. <laughs> yeah, I was, oh. I was increasingly happier <laughs> that they won, actually. So thank you very uh-huh. much for that. Migraine headaches. Yeah. Oh. You know those things. I may, do. May yeah. have long-lasting effects on the brain's structure. According to a recent study, traditionally migraines have uh, been considered a benign disorder without long-term consequences for the brain. Mm. But the study suggests that the disorder may permanently alter brain structure in multiple ways, brain lesions, white matter abnormalities, and the alteration of brain volume. Oh. In other words, how much you can store up there. Oh, that's true. Uh, and also, if you have a migraine with an aura, you know, the glowing effect that you get visually, that's even worse for you. Uh, yeah. I, I've been uh, uh, tied to a, a particular specific type of headache mm-hmm. that they're doing some studies now on. and they're, You've been tied to it? I have been. It's called a migraine. A migraine? Yeah. A lot of people get them when they spend a lot of time around. This is a new show, Mike. You I'm, shouldn't be just no, spreading. No. Silly rumors like that. I'm sorry about that. Okay. You may be contacted is what I'm trying to tell you. A team of Columbia University Medical Center researchers has found that deficiency of a protein called RBAP48 in the hippocampus. Oh, yeah. That's that's right next to the main campus of UCI, (laughs) the hippocampus. Is a significant contributor to age-related memory, memory, motor skills, motor skills, <laughs> memory loss, and that this form of memory loss is reversible. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did I just say? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> the study good. conducted in post-mortem human brain cells and in mice also offers the strongest causal evidence that age-related memory loss and Alzheimer's disease are distinct conditions. In other words, they're not related. Okay. Yeah. Just because you have memory loss yeah. doesn't mean you have Alzheimer's. Yeah. And uh, hopefully they can get this uh, protein working quick because uh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm feeling some <laughs> effects right now. A German privacy regulator is astonished that Facebook has added facial recognition to a proposed new privacy policy. The Hamburg Data Protection Commissioner, already at odds with Facebook over its use of face recognition technology, reopened its proceedings against the company in August last year, telling the company to either obtain explicit consent for face recognition from users, delete the data, or face a lawsuit. And what they're doing is taking your profile picture. Yeah. And they're doing a face recognition thing on on that, and then trying to find you elsewhere, and then making all sorts of... 
connections. The, the Europeans. So I suggest we all put a picture yeah. up of, 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 of our favorite little doggy. Oh, yeah, nice. Mahler. Good Online. idea. Yeah, Facebook, Mahler. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be the most famous dog in the world if we all just yeah. post a picture of Mahler. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm in favor. I, I love the uh, I love the picture that you woke ha- him up. I, I love the picture that you have on uh, the weeklysignals.com website. You yeah. have him flying through the air, which I just uh, well, he's uh, in outer space. Remember yeah. when we took that trip up there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He seemed really into it too. Yeah. He really loved it. Yeah. Really, yeah, really, zero gravity. Yeah. He, he really he really, really loves comes zero alive. Yeah. yeah, that's also the city of Zurich opened nine drive-in sex boxes. Excuse me. The city of Zurich opened nine drive-in sex boxes. These are for your car. Mm-hmm. They're like little structures. They're not much. You know, they're just essentially a, a, a carport mm-hmm. with you know, kind of a little garage where you can get some privacy there. Mm-hmm. And so you, it's kind of a drive-through sex box. Jack in the box, if you will. Still um, not. Okay. You, you're in your car. Yeah, I got you. You see a hooker. Oh, okay. There's another. Go, she goes. There you go. Hey, go to the sex box. Or she's standing by the sex box. I got you. Yeah, and you just pull your car in the sex box. I got you. And you got a little privacy, and you can do your sex box stuff. It will not work, said a local politician, because the clients will not come. Oh, now, see. That's what he said. Yeah. He did. He said that. Unfortunate. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And that's it for the international you uh, real news quick, from me. real quick, just a smallish story, although it's an important one. Uh, the situation in Iraq continues to de- uh, deteriorate. We haven't really we've stopped paying attention almost completely to Iraq. Last week, forty-four people were killed and nearly yeah. six hundred sixty-one in a series of bombings in the uh, in this capital city of Baghdad. Now wait again, how many people? Forty-four people killed. Have, were killed. One hundred sixty huh? wounded. That was yeah. just. Last week, last uh, week yeah. more than a thousand people were killed in Iraq, the highest total since two thousand and eight. When that's that's so far this year, yeah, uh. yeah. Well, no, we're killed in Iraq last month. Last was, month, that, a yeah, thousand, a thousand people were killed by these bombing attacks, um, and it continues oh. to get worse and worse. And again, uh, there, there's no small impact from the situation in Syria on the people of Iraq. About a million people fled um, Iraq to Syria. And now they're roaming, basically roaming around Syria, trying to figure out what they're going to do amidst this continuing violence, uh, mostly between the Sunnis and the Shiites, which is also the same situation that they faced in Iraq. So there there are literally, at one point, there were two to three million people who fled Iraq during the height of the American war against Iraq. And they're still out there running around with essentially people without countries or, or infrastructure or any future whatsoever. Obviously, the, the opportunity for violence will continue to escalate uh, in this really horribly tra- horrible tra- human tragedy that continues to unfold. So there it is. Okay. All right. And one last thing, just because right. this recent documentary came out, The Act of Killing. Um, yeah. Uh, the Obama administration has agreed to uh, sell a new fleet of Apache attack helicopters to Indonesia. The Indonesian uh, uh, government will receive eight helicopters valued as much as $500 million. This is a country that, again, celebrates the fact that paramilitary groups killed over a million people back in the mid-'80s uh, during, during a purge, really, yeah. of those people. So. But I guess this movie— Oh, makes the, them feel a little bit bad about it. Yeah, yeah. slightly bad yeah. about it. You know, at the end, there's one guy who feels pretty bad that he killed several thousand people. Uh-huh. That's some progress, I guess. 
Well, well, well. I guess it's time for us to do nothing. What should we do, Mahler? <laughs> are, are you are you okay, Mahler? Are you, yeah. Are you, what is it, Mahler? What? You want to do some secret stuff? Yeah, yeah, secret stuff. Yeah. Oh, Mahler, secret. Edward Snowden accused the British government of leaking top secret information in a bid to discredit his own disclosures. Are you with me on that? Okay, I got you. So, so mm-hmm. he's saying that the British government itself yeah. is leaking so that he can be they can blame the leaks on him oh, and, and discredit him. Yeah. Now, the Independent of London, that's paper, reported on Friday that the British government is running a secret internet monitoring station in the Middle East to intercept and process vast quantities of emails, telephone calls and web traffic on behalf of western intelligence. That's what they said. The article cites documents leaked by Snowden. But in a statement, Snowden denied leaking that information or working with the Independent. Snowden said the British government may have deliberately leaked that information itself in a bid to convince the public that the National Security Agency leaks have been harmful. Mm. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, these are smart people in these intelligence agencies, and they are figuring out a way to muddy the water, make him... Bake him the boogeyman every time something goes wrong. So, Also in secret stuff, in a development that could further strain relations between Washington and its allies, German magazine Der Spiegel said secret documents obtained by former intelligence contractor Edward Snowden mm-hmm. outlined how the NSA systematically spied on other states and institutions. Der Spiegel and the European Union and the UN's Vienna-based nuclear watchdog, the International Atomic Energy Agency were among those targeted by U.S. intelligence agents. Mm. So they're going everywhere with their uh, with their spying. According to the documents, the NSA runs a bugging program in more than 80 embassies and consulates worldwide called Special, Special Collection Service. I have that every Tuesday at my house. <laughs> I don't know. This is nuts. The surveillance is intensive and well-organized and has little or nothing to do with warding off terrorists. Huh. Why would the NSA do that stuff? I have no idea. Also, the NSA has acknowledged new abuses in its surveillance powers. In a statement, the NSA said it had uncovered very rare instances of willful violations of NSA authorities. Very rare instances. Okay. What's that That's mean? That's what they're saying. Uh, some, oh, I see that what means they're saying. That some yeah. NSA yeah. officials yeah. were found to have spied on right. love interests. Right. right. They, used, they used the technology to spy on love interests with one monitoring a former spouse. The practice is common enough they find out, so it might not be so very rare after all. It's common enough to have its own spycraft label, Love Int, mm. Love Intelligence. Yeah. yeah. Also, the Obama administration has reportedly picked four Washington insiders to head a government panel reviewing the NSA. That's just what we need. Yeah. Insiders mm-hmm. looking at it. You want me to go through the list here? I, I know one of them has the potential to be a decent oversight Who's that? person. Richard Clark. Richard Clark, yeah, I was looking at looking at Richard too. Yeah, which is good, but they're, they're all yeah people they're, that have served under Bush, yeah. also Clinton. They've been around for a long while. They're not going to have clear eyes, right, or a clear conscience either, probably. Right. Well, actually, the problem is they will have a clear conscience and let, allow a lot of this stuff to go forward that I would not agree with. So they should talk to me. Don't you? Don't you think that should be? Shouldn't I be on this panel, Nathan? Go ahead. Tell no. tell the people who, uh-uh. there were uh, Michael Morell. You would just get all wor- worked up. I would. You would just huff and puff. I would. <laughs> you, I'd be stomping around be there. I'd be. I'd be. Yeah. 
Also, as scrutiny of the activities of the NSA continues, a new Tumblr blog launched by the Office of the Director of National Security is promising more transparency on lawful foreign surveillance activities carried out by U.S. agencies. IC on the record will host official statements, declassified documents, speeches, interviews, fact sheets, and videos. So, so the NSA has its own Tumblr blog now. Oh, that's nice. Now, now, just real quick, Michael Morrell, former acting director of the CIA, Richard yeah. Clark, former he's, counter- he's, he's going to monitor the, four, the yeah NSA, four people yeah. that are in it. former counterterrorism coordinator under President Clinton and Bush. That would yeah. be uh, Richard Clark, yeah. former regulatory czar Cass Sunstein, uh-huh. who uh, served under Obama le- until last year, and privacy expert Peter Swear uh-huh. uh, or Swire, uh, who was served under. President Obama, as well as President Clinton, in intelligence capacities. Yep. Capacity. Okay. And it's time again mm-hmm. to interview to interview our good doggy Mahler about uh, a special topic today. Mm. Here, Mahler. You ready? Are you ready? You there? Uh-oh. Ah, jeez. Like to remind you all, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI. O-R-G. And now, once again, it's time for Drones in the News. That's right, Mahler, Drones in the News. Yeah, yourself. I know. That, uh, that's yeah. so, he just gets so there happy. He He's can kind of just, yeah. he loses his mind there for a second. <coughs> drones in the News. An unmanned military predator drone similar to those which have been seen in Afghanistan was called in to monitor Yosemite's so-called rimfire. Now, before we get into this this drone, I'd like to. I don't know what they, why they keep calling it the so-called rim fire. It is the rim fire. I mean, I know they have some official number, but why do they use so-called all the time? I don't know. To me, it's kind of a pejorative. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you know, it's something you use against someone. You know, so-called yeah. radio host Mike Caspar. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah they, I you know, and I, your I've so-called heard, friends. And your so-called friends. So this is a so-called rim fire. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, well, why do they need the so-called in there? I don't know. Yeah, it it's seems, crazy. That seems mean. Yeah, it means, seems mean. Yeah. The poor mean. fire. Uh-huh. Remotely piloted by the 163rd Wing of the California National Guard, the MQ-1 drone is helping to provide round-the-clock information to firefighters. Cool. Yeah. So previously, uh, crews tackling the blaze relied on helicopters, and they need to be refueled every two hours. These guys can stay up. The drones can stay up for 22 hours, and... Uh, they have real-time footage right awesome. there. You know, that's boom. Yeah. Fantastic that they have this, these new tools to do that. That is I'll truly, say. really, that's going to save lives. We'll talk lives. more about the, uh, the big fire a little bit later in the program. Small drones may soon take the skies above the Arctic, too. Oh. Yeah. With the aim of making survival there easier for both humans and wild animals and also just to monitor the, uh, the breakup of the ice sheet. Yeah. Yeah. To document the end of the, of the, uh, of the, world, the world as we yeah. know it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. They could also watch for oil spills, track ice flows, migrating whales, or help the U.S. Coast Guard in search and rescue operations. Mm-hmm. Also, the U.S. has offered to sell four unarmed drones to Germany's army. Remember a couple of weeks ago I was saying that Germany can't even uh, uh, make do this drone plan anymore. They've wasted so much money, uh, and they've been a- unable to get the airspace needed to test the aircraft. Oh, really? Yeah, it's crazy. 
The U.S. Uh, comes as the defense ministry, in particular uh, de Mazier, mm-hmm. is dealing with the fallout from the failed Eurohawk drone project. A million of dollars were spent on that. So millions and the millions. millions. Also, Illinois Governor Pat Quinn signed a bill into law that will regulate the use of drones by law enforcement. The law requires authorities to obtain a search warrant before using a drone to collect information. And if they're just up there shooting information, mm-hmm. you know, getting some documentation on uh, on pizza delivery, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and they yeah. see uh, a crime committed, what yeah. are they going to do? Yeah, that's a problem. I, yeah. It's a problem. <sighs> also in Drones in the News, following the trend of using drones for animal and land conservation purposes, archaeologists in Peru are using drones to protect the country's ancient ruins. So they're looking for people breaking into the, the ruins. Or, and they're also able to es- excavate the site a lot quicker. They have these aerial shots. They know what they're doing. Yeah. And they've taken something that's taken months down to uh, weeks right now. Yeah. That's a good deal. Yeah. And uh, one more drone in the news story here. Drone uh, North American energy companies are planning to use drones to monitor their pipelines. So the Keystone, more than likely, yeah. will, will have a, a drone going up and down it, if, if the Keystone exists in the future. Yeah. Mm. Uh, partly to check on gas and oil leaks, but also to go after what they call third-party intrusions. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I mean, again, we've said a number of times in the show that uh, drones can be absolutely beneficial yeah. and, and, and very, very welcome. Welcomed. Uh, take two and call me in the morning. Mm-hmm. And now for the domestic news. Mm-hmm. Domestic news. We love domestic news. Do we love yeah. the? Oh, yeah, I love. yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Domestic news, Mahler. Oh yeah, domestic. That means that means your domestic, Mahler. Yeah. Were we going to cover his drinking? No. No. Oh. A National Institute of Health, National Institute on Drug Abuse-funded University of California, Los Angeles study. Mm, That's a lot. Yeah, I know. But that's the way it goes. National Institute of Health, National Institute on Drug Abuse, funded University of California Mm -hmm. at Los Angeles study, Mm -hmm. found that smoking cannabis does not cause lung cancer, and it doesn't seem to matter how much or how often it is smoked. That's good news. Yeah. You can just keep going and going and going. That's good Lung news. cancer, not so much, yeah. because at least according to the study, cannabis contains the chemical THC, which may kill aging cells. Aging cells. Ooh. Ooh, oh, yeah. Right. And keep them from becoming cancerous. Now, the guy that did the study was the same guy that gave ammunition to the uh, government by saying that cannabis, uh, he was a, a f- concerned about the quality of tar in mm. cannabis, mm-hmm. and it might cause lung cancer. Mm-hmm. So that's been quoted everywhere by the federal government. Same guy. Yeah. About 10 years later, he did much more research because he wanted to figure out what was really going on here and concluded after uh, testing thousands of people, yeah. much more than he did in the initial study, that he was wrong the first time. Safe to say he was skeptical going into this study about yeah. the po- the positives. Exactly. Of, uh, but this has isn't found, some... Some, yeah, some cranks. Some, yeah. It's not Cheech's uncle or yeah. cousin or something. Exactly. Yeah, Cheech Marin's cousin. Meanwhile, almost the same day this was released, yeah. the U.S. Uh, dis- uh, declared that it won't challenge laws in Colorado and Washington that legalize the recreational use of marijuana and will instead focus on... Uh, federal prosecutions on ties to criminal organizations 
distribution to minors, and transportation across state lines, okay. according to the Justice right. Department, which right. is Eric Holder. So maybe, just maybe, Eric Holder has come around on this he, and he, given our president some some ground to stand on to say, you yeah. know, this marijuana thing, yeah. not so bad. Yeah. In fact, I enjoyed a fair amount of it when I was young. And yeah. look at me. Yeah. I'm the president of the United States. <laughs> president of the United States. By the way, uh, Eric Holder is inching towards not being the worst attorney general that we've had in my lifetime. So yeah. that's good. That's very good. He's, yeah. there's, that's on the pause plus side. And by the way, the hypocrisy of it all, we've talked about it a number of times, but the fact that Barack Obama smoked marijuana, yeah. in, I'm, I'm sure enjoyed it. Well, not and, only and enjoyed his, it, but he had a, the game where you wouldn't waste an, uh, an ounce of it. Yeah, He, he yeah. would re-inhale anything in a car that was blown out. Is that what he would do? Yeah, okay. yeah. I forget the the code word for that that he used, but yeah, that's so, what he would do. And now, and now he oversees the the uh, blown. You know, you're you're in an enclosed car. I don't right. Mean, he would run outside the car and <laughs> right. inhale it. Yeah. So he now sits atop the most uh, um, effective uh, police action police agencies in the on the planet, pursuing people who smoke marijuana yeah. is the height of hypocrisy. Yeah. Just it. It just is. Time but, to come clean, Barack. Yeah. Come on. That decision by Eric Holder uh, and the uh, Justice Department marks the first time the U.S. government has condoned recreational marijuana use and opens the door for other states to consider it. Yeah. <sighs> Army mm. psychiatrist Major Naidal Malik Hassan mm-hmm. was sentenced to death for killing 13 people, mostly soldiers, and wounding, wounding 30 others during a 2009 rampage at Fort Hood, Texas. So that that happened. U.S. Army Sergeant Robert Bales was sentenced to life in prison for murdering 16 Afghan civilians during rampages, another rampage, Mm -hmm. on two villages last March. Bales was sentenced on Friday after pleading guilty in June. He was spared the—that's last Mm -hmm. Friday—he was spared the death penalty in return for his plea— number of Afghan victims were flown. A number of them were flown to the United States to testify during the trial. So there's that. Okay. And it was revealed that the New York Police Department has secretly labeled entire mosques as terrorism organizations, Mm -hmm. a designation that allows police to use informants to record sermons and spy on imams, often without special evidence of criminal wrongdoing. Designating an entire mosque as a terrorism enterprise means that anyone who attends prayer services there is a potential subject of an investigation and fair game for surveillance. Mm. When are they going to start going after the Baptists? Yeah. I, you know, I, again, I mean, uh, you know, if there's, if there's actionable intelligence, I don't care where you are. If there's real evidence, you're involved in a plot to blow up or hurt a bunch of people, good. But this does feel like profiling, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, think you think. Now let's talk fire. Oh, okay. Because this is a big deal, fire. Mainly because it's gonna, it's you know, it's surrounding Yosemite Valley. Yeah, they're probably going to be able to save Yosemite Valley by all signs right now. But it uh, actually threatened power lines that provide electricity to San Francisco. Yeah. Jerry Brown declared a state of emergency. It, uh, you, you seem to not believe this, Mike. No, I do. It, I do. It, I'm just depressed. And I, I was going to make a comment about how they can talk about a 200-square-mile fire, but you can still go to Yosemite yeah, and yeah, hang yeah. out and do yeah, stuff, yeah. and it'll be fun. 
The fire damaged the electrical infrastructure serving the city and forced the San Francisco Public Utilities Commission to shut down power lines. The so-called, here we go again, so-called rim fire. <laughs> What's with the so-called what thing? What is that? Cross, it's the rim fire. <laughs> It's like it's hiding around. You know, it's like its real name is Mike, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's the Mike fire, no, but it's we, uh, we the so-called call rim fire. Politically incorrect to call it the yeah. rim fire. The rim fire, which started last week in the Stanislaw National Forest, is 30% contained. It's now 300 square miles, becoming the state's sixth largest fire in ever, ever land. And uh, $39 million spent on fighting the fire, four people injured. Meanwhile, the U.S. Forest Service has nearly depleted its budget for fighting wildfires at the peak of wildfire season. Right now, depleted the budget, a development which has forced the agency to divert $600 million in funds from timber and other areas to continue fighting fires. As of Wednesday, the agency was down to $50 million after spending $967 million this year on fighting wildfires. So far in 2013... 33,000 wildfires have burned in the western U.S., spanning 5,300 square miles and destroying 960 homes and 30 commercial buildings. These cuts in the budget and the trend of the Forest Service's depleting funds are made all the more troubling by warnings that wildfires will only become more intense and more frequent as the climate warms. Yeah, already wildfire seasons last about two months longer than in previous decades. Thank you for that, Nathan. The State Department's decision on the Keystone XL pipeline could be delayed again, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. This time into 2014. Isn't that an election year, Mike? And I was just going to say <laughs> that. This is good news. This is good news. Yeah. I don't think the Obama administration would dare approve this with with uh, a, what promises to be a very hotly contested congressional election yeah. in uh, 2014. They wouldn't dare. I think this is actually a, a, a positive development. The longer they put it off, hopefully the the more alternative fuel sources will develop. Yeah, and this is, uh, yeah, they're looking into a conflict of interest review of the contractor involved in assessing the environmental impact report. We talked about that in weeks past, yeah. where, where they were getting conflicting within the government, conflicting uh, environmental impact reports. Right. It was a yep. part- environmental resources management failed to disclose its financial ties to the tar sands industry in yep. Canada for its contract with the State Department. So, God, who would think, who could imagine a conflict of interest with a, a, involving oil? I just, it's hard to, it's hard I to fathom. Know. I know it's just crazy. Yeah, it is. And uh, hot on the heels of Southern California Edison's decision to shut down the San Onofre nuclear power plant in San Diego. Yeah. Entergy said it would pull the plug on the Vermont Yankee nuclear power plant. Vermont Yankee, a single-unit boiling water reactor, began commercial operation in 1972. In 2011, the Nuclear Regulatory Commission extended the plant's operating license for 20 additional years until 2032. Entergy, an electric and gas utility company based in New Orleans, Louisiana, (laughs) was acquired which acquired the plant in 2002, cited the combined impact of low electric power prices and high upkeep costs as the primary reasons for shutting down the controversial nuclear plant. 
Again, once again, another example of where these uh, reactors are at the end of their 40-year cycle. When they were built, they, we were all, we were told that these things have a lifespan of about 40 years in, in those yeah. current configurations. And you're seeing it all over the country. Most of the reactors were built around this period of time. There's a real hope that we can kill nuclear energy in its current form in the next decade or so. Really put a knife in it, if you will. Uh-huh. It's quite a violent alliteration, but nonetheless. Ah, now let's talk a little bit about that football decision here. Mm, okay. When uh, 4,000 retired football players agreed to accept $765 million to settle their lawsuit with the NFL regarding concussions and all that sort of stuff, the league was able to cling to its most valuable claim of all, that it never ignored or obscured the risks of concussions. Mm-hmm. So it was a, a settlement yeah. where the NFL said... We didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. Uh, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell mm-hmm. at a youth program this week uh, made the announcement, I suppose. The league agreed to pay $765 million to settle a lawsuit given that the league's annual revenue is pushing $10 billion. Most experts view the settlement to be paid over 20 years as removing a burden for the NFL rather than imposing one. So it's $765 million over 20 years. And and their annual income is ten billion dollars. It's about thirty thirty five million a year for them over the next twenty years. Is what it ends up being. Yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah. it's just not Given a lot of 10 money. Billion, yeah. yeah, not a lot of money for a ten billion dollar enterprise. Under the no fault deal, the NFL can forever deny that it could have mitigated its players' dementia or memory loss, or that it focuses it, that its focus ever strayed from the safety of football players from professionals down to peewees. And by the way, this is another one of those court cases, another one of those settlements where the offending party, in this case the NFL, uh, got the uh, inserted into this uh, settlement that they, uh, they're not accepting any responsibility whatsoever in any form legally for what happened to those players over those 18,000 players over the last 40 years. But here's something else for you, Mike. Yeah. When are the players going to take responsibility for being dumb? Yeah, I know. When are soldiers well, well, that, that fight wars no, that, that, right. are, that you're, are you're right. absolutely immoral going to take responsibility for their stupid actions? Uh, you're right. Well, when, when are parents that send their people, their children off to Pee Wee League going to take, it, take their own responsibility instead of feeling that they have to be lectured to by, by a lawyer in a lawsuit before they even come to any settlement? Well, it's, it's somewhat to their defense. No, no one really understood it until they started seeing their heroes killed themselves. I understood it. I did too. I understood it when I was in high school. I didn't want to be hit in the head like that. You have to be a little bit off. Or you like that stuff, which is fine. If you like that stuff, then don't come crying later on and say, you hear me too. And by the way, Nathan, to your point, I really think that this is the beginning of the end of the NFL. I really do. I, it's going to take a long, long time, and I'm sure it'll always be popular at, at some level. But I think you're, there's no way to play this game and not be concussed. Yeah, there's no way you can play at football yeah. and not have brain injuries over the course of. I, I like to drive fast, Mike. Yeah, I, I try to keep it safe. Yeah, but if I flipped off the road, I'm not going to go after the uh, after the auto manufacturer. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I think you're going to see more and more parents are going to say soccer or football, soccer or football, and they're going to say. We're going to yeah. play soccer. Yeah. We're going to play basketball. And, We're and going to when play... the head injuries come for that, well, they're going to – Yeah, gonna, that's then, true. Then they what? Be... What lawsuit's going to come out no, of you're, that? No, you're right. I always wonder about that. They head the ball. When, that can't when you, be good. When you step into the uh, – you yeah. know, when, yeah. you, when you step into the batting 
Yeah. 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 Well, well when you step up there in a, in a fastball whizzes by your chin, you don't say, what was that? Yeah. Well, what, if you what, get hit in the head playing baseball, you know that there was a possibility that that would happen. Yeah. Same same thing with football. I think and, football, and but football is it's much more it's much more likely that you're going to come away with brain brain injury. Oh yeah. Than, than you oh are. yeah. I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah. And and I, I guess I, mean, I guess people don't see that. No. All right. I agree. And, and you I know, you. maybe I would suggest a little bit more education. Yeah, I agree. If if the NFL, if within their settlement the NFL agreed to edu- education, to to actually show people that when they're hit in the head it may cause damage, I guess that's what it takes. Yeah. Well, what they're doing now is they're limiting he- helmet to helmet contact. You can't use your helmet as a, a leading edge in a in a tackle. Now they've yeah. they've imposed some rules now, but inevitably. You're on the practice field. You're trying to make the team. You're going to take one in the yeah. head to make the team, and that's what's happening to these kids. Oh, I know. And there's yeah. a lot of pressure on yeah. the kids yeah. and all yeah. that, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Where does parenting come in? You're right. If you text a driver in New Jersey who gets in a crash, you could be held liable. According to a state appeals court panel, drivers still are obligated to obey traffic laws, not text or read messages while driving, but if you if the, a text sender knows that the recipient will view it while driving, it could uh, they could face civil damages, okay. according to a court panel. Right. I don't know how you're going to know that, but unless the guy actually says, I'm driving, driving in my car. Yeah. Please don't text me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, my last bit of him. Yeah, more uh, more couple stuff? A couple yeah. of uh, good developments. I want to say some good stuff here. <laughs> Should I? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. You got the floor. I mean, this is probably as, <laughs> just, as, just as impactful as the federal government today announcing that they're going to recognize same-sex uh, um, couples uh, for uh, the purposes of the uh, federal income tax. They're now today released a, um, yeah. a statement on that. Walmart. Yeah. And this is probably as important as any. Walmart has, in fact, announced that it's offering health benefits to same-sex partner employees and such as that. So this is the largest uh, private employer in the country. That will have as much impact as almost anything else we've been talking about in terms of acceptance of same-sex marriage. Um, should I continue, Mr. Callahan? I will. You can, you can okay. drop another I just on. want this real quick. Zimmerman, the whole Zimmerman debacle. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah him yeah, going yeah. looking at the, the gun manufacturer. Yeah. What, the what debo- is with that? And his wife was just convicted of perjury yeah. for, uh, for for taking the money that was going into their defense fund. Yeah. Yeah, you know, she lied about what the, what the stuff was in court, and so it's it's a train wreck. But and if the right wants to throw their lot in with George Zimmerman and make him out to be some sort of persecuted or you know hero, um, good luck on that. By the yeah. way, politically, <laughs> last last thing, politically, we're in for another um, food fight here and worse. Capitol Hill is bracing for another potential showdown. The federal uh, debt limit uh, comes up in October. Undoubtedly, there are members of Congress, particularly the Republicans, who are looking to. Uh, basically stop the government, shut down the government over it, which we've never done until they started doing it a couple years ago. So be ready for that. That's all politics, and it's moronic, idiotic politics, but nonetheless, it's what what it is. I love moronic, idiotic politics. Yeah. It just happens to affect, dramatically impact the America's uh, American uh, credit standing in the world, which means we they charge us more money for money for money. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mueller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes his next story. That's why he, he chimed in there. Oh, I'm sorry. Researchers found that double stuff Oreos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
contain only 1.86 times the cream filling of traditional Oreos. So it's not double. It's stuff. a ripoff. It's a 1.6. Yeah, 1.8. Where's 1.8. my? I want my congressman. That's Get, nuts. I'm sorry. I, yeah. We were lied to. We were lied to. <laughs> Watergate. Forget Watergate. Yeah. Double stuff Oreos. Oreo gate. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, yeah. Australian scientists were modifying beer to increase its rehydrative properties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'll go with that. By adding electrolytes to the amber ale, yeah. the researchers from a Queensland university may even have found a way to avoid a post-drink hangover. Oh, well, there you yeah. Go. There you go. This is great this news. This is science. Yeah. This is the kind of science we need. Said one nutrition, this is definitely not a good idea. <laughs>